Yes. Mhm. That's good. Good? Mhm. Good. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. FNAF. 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 What is that again? Pretty princess. I'm a pretty princess. Yeah, we know. Yes, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Pocket, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you need to generate a fad bestowing post? Get your Blender under Trunder Lender Sender on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Andy Gorosi. Hey, hello. Francesco Sede. Hi. Dr. Sebren Stufen. Hello, hello. And I'm Elton Johnson. Here's your host, Francesco! Hello there. Well, welcome to the Blender Podcast Animation Studio number 64. And Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. 2018, everybody. Happy New Year. We are back. We are alive. Everybody has been properly fed during the holidays. At least that's an Italian thing. I don't know in the rest of the world, but yeah. you come mm -hmm. back from the mm -hmm. holidays that you had like a few ounces, pounds, mm. kilos. But wait, isn't there like an Italian fasting that happens at one point? <laughs> at least one day, right? There's like a 23rd or 22nd? Because you're going to eat a lot the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. There's I like the know. one day or yeah. something. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I, I spent uh, just before heading back uh, to, the, to, to my country uh, a, a week in India and I did mm. it there, I think. So, well, um, let's, uh, let's uh, talk about a bunch of things. So we have Sibran here that uh, we haven't seen in a while. Hi, hi Sibran, and thanks for joining us today. And uh, we are going to talk about Cloud. We're going to talk about the work he's been doing uh, with the Flamenco and with the Tract and uh, all things Cloud-related, as we anticipated last time. And then we catch up with, uh, with the rest of the team on what's happening with Hero. And then if you remember, also from the last episode, we went to see Star Wars. And mm -hmm. so we're going to see what we remember from that movie. Ooh. What Kjalt remembers, for example, for the movie. Can you back up a little bit? You're going to talk to the guys about the update on Hero? Yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it's cool. It's just like, so... I didn't know that, yeah. All, all, all things. Okay. It's going to be very exciting. Cool. It's going to be... I also have, if anyone's interested, a bit of a review on Star Trek. Uh, various different <laughs> episodes of various different <laughs> seasons <laughs> of various <laughs> different genres. <laughs> 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 all right, okay. Okay, okay. so... Fine, fine. Uh, did everybody start 2018 in the, in the best way? Uh, Is everybody yeah. happy so far with yeah, 2018? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So yeah. didn't get the flu or so anything, far. So it's all good. Yeah. Four, four days into the new year, so no major days. disaster happened. So that's no, not no. yet. Not okay. yet. Good. Okay. So and you are pretty much everybody's. Uh, you know, everybody as in uh, Hjalti and Andy here working on uh, the spring project. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah. Okay. Well, let's go with order. Seabren. Um, just, you know, before we started, you were uh, uh, typing furiously on your keyboard, uh, yes, a blog post. Sorry for making you guys wait. So, how's it going? What did you just do? I just released a new version of Flamenco. So, Flamenco Manager and Flamenco Worker. Hmm. Version 2.1 for those counting along at home. Um, and it introduces a couple of very nice things. Uh, one of the complaints of Sergei was that uh, he couldn't really add a worker to the network without it immediately getting new tasks. But mm. you may want to test that worker first to see if it's set up correctly and everything. So now you can start it in special test mode, and it will show up nice and pink to indicate test mode. I mm. don't know why, but it was different than the rest, so I chose pink. Nice. And Good choice. You, from the manager dashboard, you can actually just click a button, and it will start rendering a very simple scene. So you can just test the path between the manager and the worker. Mm. Server doesn't come into play, uh, and it's nice and simple. Is it is it a particular file? Like is it like a yeah, web benchmark just, file or something? Or? No, I just made a very very simple yeah. file with a, a single mm. HDRI in there from the cloud. All right, cool. And Suzanne, and that's being all pretty and uh, yeah, yeah it's nice. It's the art of Sibren. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. if you get the flamenco. Uh, manager, you actually get a blend file made by Seabrand. Yes, you mm. do. Yeah, that's cool. So that's uh, that's great. And um, you know, because of course uh, we've been uh, uh, we kept using uh, Flamenco here as we were working. That's one of the yeah. reasons why uh, people were complaining about workers not being set up correctly and things breaking apart. Mm. Because we've been uh, um, rendering the alternative ending for the. 
for the Agent 327 clip, which uh, you know we mentioned a number of times, and uh, actually now it's finally done, and we were actually rendering it at the end of December, so that's yeah. uh, that's why we were using Flamenco, and uh, it was it was actually, I mean, I think the overall experience was great because I was just able to you know edit the shots and then send them to the farm, and everything was up in a matter of minutes. And then yeah, of course, even when everything is working fine, then you always find something that can be improved. So well, that's yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the things that we also found was that you, we wanted to have control over the workers from uh, the manager dashboard. So now with the just release version, you can actually send a worker to sleep and wake mm. it up again and have that level of control about which computers are an active part of your uh, render network and which are not without having to SSH into every individual machine and start it by hand. Yeah. Cool. And that that was of course good to implement in the manager level because that leaves you know whoever is managing the local network and all those workers the freedom to implement that the way they want and it's exactly. completely internal it doesn't depend on anything that is on the cloud so for as long as you are running your own service you can manage everything if there is a problem is yeah. only internal and and that's safe mm. and good yeah I have a little fun fact for uh, the agent alternative ending um, we rendered it with denoising. For the first Ooh. time, and we—that's why we actually managed to render it in-house here, and which is a render farm only consisting of uh, like up to five or six computers, or so not nothing well, too heavy. Yeah, but right? like a few of these computers are like eighty-eight core Intel's. And yeah, but yeah. anyway, so we managed to render it with. Uh, We're less, staying humble. Come on. <laughs> we managed to render it with less than a third of the samples that we used for the final film, mm. oh, which wow. is. Like to, because we need to make shots look noise free, mm, and to, yeah. just to get to, to that level, you need a certain number of uh, of samples. And I think for for the final film, we rented up to three hundred samples or so. Yeah, if mm. I remember correctly. Yeah. And now we use sixty up to one hundred. Really? Okay. Wow. And uh, and it's totally fine. There's of course there's no noise, and uh, so far there's there hasn't been any artifacts or anything. And it's low light shots. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that there were like, I think a comparable amount. I wouldn't say that it was perfect because I just mm -hmm. finished running through a couple of uh, a couple of shots that had the occasional, you know, yeah. glitches and but but that that was an issue that actually we had also in the in the rest of the film. But so there I, were no, no denoising artifacts no. like blown out firefly pixels or so? Or? No. No, okay. there was only one. There was only one uh, occasion where I really had to to cheat heavily on it, but mm -hmm. that's just Something we had in the in the film as well, yeah. and uh, it was just a well-known issue with the shading and and you know blur and uh, depth of field and cool. stuff like that. So it was uh, it was definitely comparable to what we had when working yeah. on the film. So it was good. Yeah, yeah, and of course for this one we didn't render it with motion blur, so that's the only thing. Like uh, I, I mean we we did try one shot mm -hmm. with, which had motion blur, but then the farm timed out because it rendered more than 18 hours or 20, 11, hours. 20 hours here on mm. the farm. Mm. So yeah, for those, we still kind of need an external farm. So. He's going to have that uh, Cosmos laundromat to look mm. and feel. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss it just a little bit of the, like that last shot yeah. in the beginning of it, there's that one fast motion. Yeah. I kind of wish we had it there. Yeah, but you know, for the rest of it, it, it works. And I think that now we are at the last stage, so we're trying to figure out the the grade so that it you know blends in exactly like the rest of the you know the shots that just come before that. Mm. And I think that once that is visually consistent, it will work and it will be fun. This week we kick off the sound. Yeah. So I really hope that in in one week or so we have it and we are able to publish it. So yeah, stay yeah. tuned for that. Cool. Um, so actually going back to the work that you've been doing, Sibran, because again, we haven't seen you in a while, uh, next to, next to, uh, Flamenco itself, you've been, uh, working on the cloud too. Uh, I recall you've been, uh, working on, uh, organizations and, yeah. uh, you've been working also on, uh, SVN integration. Yeah. So that's still not, you know, completely public and out there for everyone, but maybe you can give us a bit of an update on how that's going. Yeah, we, have, we, we get a lot of questions from um, educational organizations or, or companies who want to use the cloud and want to offer it to whoever is working or studying there. Um, and so that is why we created organizations to have one an encompassing entity that manages uh, subscription levels for their, uh, their members. And 
one of the cool things is that you can just paste in a list of email addresses and those people who already have a cloud account will be part of that organization and the rest of the addresses will just linger there until somebody creates an account with that address. So you don't even have to set it all up in advance. You can just paste in the addresses and the cloud will figure it out for itself. That's cool. And yeah. So yeah, we started uh, offering this as a beta service. So if you're interested, you can just drop us an email and uh, we can help you setting things up. And uh, who has been using it so far, you know, it's, we don't have a lot of uh, uh, active users at the moment because, again, is is kind of private. But whoever has been using it, they been using it without any issue, and it's actually very practical because if you want to, you know, have your team of ten people and you don't want them to set up billing for the cloud and so on, you just want them to be able to get the content and to use, you know, the services. That's just is, uh, as Sibren says, a copy paste. So yeah, it's very. So I sent that email. You can just write to to cloud support at Lenovo.org. Yes. Mm. So if you continue your work, meaning making the cloud more self-sufficient and whatnot, how long until it has become self-aware? Uh, that we have planned for like end of the year, maybe. Mm. Um, All right. Doomsday set for like next year then? Yeah, yeah, I think That's, so. I think so. Cool. A cloud that makes its own films, basically. So Ooh, nice. it, it just okay. looks at the previous yeah, yeah, it looks at the previous open movies and it goes like, ah, this could, you know, just uh, <laughs> a, a neural network based animation of already existing assets. So it looks okay. at Big Bug Bunny, it finds the Big Bug Bunny assets on the cloud and then it starts applying animations wow. and stuff like that. It's yeah. gonna make so many sequels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we That's we the future of filmmaking right there. Yeah, yeah, sequels, prequels, and uh, what is it? Re uh, reboots, re reboots, reboots, soft yeah. reboots, so and soft uh, <laughs> <laughs> alternative yeah. universes. We yeah. expect uh, uh, a Google acquisition happening by the end of oh, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be that or Disney. DeepMind is looking into our code already, and yeah, Disney also. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you were talking about SVN. SVN, subversion. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we use subversion for all our assets for the open movies. So whenever uh, somebody changes some blend file or something, or their artist actually make a subversion commit, and by that share it with the other artist, mm -hmm. so that gives us the history of everything that happened and makes it easy to track who's doing what and make sure that we don't overwrite each other's stuff accidentally. That's for making production files like a, a production repository, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and making sure everybody comments nicely and all that yes. stuff. Yep. So uh, we thought. Don't look at me. I comment <laughs> every time. <laughs> we thought it would be cool to have that in the cloud as well. Up to now, and I cleaned up most of the language. Thank you. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Uh, until now, we've been using our own in-house subversion server, and for spring, we actually used one in the cloud. Mm. Um, and the idea is that in the end, in the bigger picture. You can go to attract and then go to a shot and click on render this shot for me. And the cloud will magically know what to check out from Subversion, which files it needs, uh, and can send it to Flamenco and then it gets rendered and then you have a movie yeah. or at least a shot. So that's uh, the bigger picture of getting everything automated from attract. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've visited a Submarine Animation Studio here in Amsterdam. And they were using similar software that could also do these kind of things. And it was really nice that you can just mm. go into a web interface, see an overview of all your shots, and even create new shots. Was they, it their own software? or No, they were like using... Like Shotgun or uh, something? Or? Tactic. Tactic. Tactic, okay. Yeah. Cool. And the, the web interface wasn't that good, that nice to use. Mm. But like feature-wise, I thought it was really nice. So I think we should do something like that as well. Yeah. You could even create new scenes from the web interface. You can just say, oh. give me a shot with that environment and those props in there, those characters, and it would just generate it for you. You could check it out and work on it. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, this is basically something for relatively the short term. That's like one of our highest priorities to get this done, especially so that when uh, spring really enters the production cycles and we need to assemble things and get things rendered, even in preview, we can do it as easily as possible because that's usually part of the uh, initial bottleneck in setting up all the shots and getting them to look like something like you know after layout and and so on um, 
and uh, regarding that, you uh, you know, we did a bit of investigation on the SVN performance itself to really know how complex it would be to you know allow uh, SVN as a service for everyone. So how complicated would it be to give the power to every user to create SVN repositories, and what would it mean for us? How would an SVN repository uh, grow? And uh, you've been collecting a lot of information about all our previous open movies, and you store them somewhere, and you made a few visualizations that were super, super interesting. So I hope that at some point you will write a blog post about it. Uh, and and share the information because that I have never seen it before and that was very good. Yeah. So, can I ask a question? So, for uh, giving everyone a, a SVN access, that would mean that like it would be a kind of like Dropbox, right? Some people are using Dropbox already for like shared projects, but now with this, they would they would be able to you know look at all the different versions for all the files and they could. Uh, share a repository among like people in all kinds of different countries, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And a closer idea, like a something closer, is basically GitLab or GitHub. Uh -huh. That's uh, even closer because you really create your own. Uh, is is more like a repository, really. Yeah. So then you can really manage yeah. who has access and so and on. I know that Dropbox and, and similar tools are often used for for these kind of collaborations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the advantage of using Subversion is that you have very discrete commits. And the commit really represents the state of the entire project at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when you're both working on different files in different directories and somebody commits, uh, it really represents all the files in all the directories. So you don't get conflicts between, well, you change file A, the other, somebody else changes file B, and then it yeah. conflicts somehow with subversion, you actually have a full set of data. And, and and if two people are working on the same file, uh, you'll see if they overwrote something or someone produced a conflict or something yes, like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not yet possible to actually show those conflicts in a nice way because it was, subversion was made for source code. And line-based, you can say, okay, these lines of text you, you changed, mm. these lines of, of text somebody else changes, uh, now you have to merge these two changes, and that you can do with text because it's so simple. But yeah, this is a whole other thing. Uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, like in terms of giving that to a multiple, well, a lot of Blender Cloud users, I mean that's a huge thing, right? Because I mean Dropbox is not a small company, right? They don't have a yeah. server computer somewhere. Yeah, so this probably <laughs> so, won't um, won't be part of the regular subscription. Yeah, um, we're thinking about creating something like a, a pro subscription or a subscription plus, or however you want to call it. Mm, yeah, um, because yes, it will. It, we have a new server for this, and it will take a lot of space and bandwidth. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it probably will be a different kind of subscription. Yeah. And it also probably because the storage itself is it also cloud based or is it on like a select server? Because then that it depends where people actually are, right? Yes, uh, at the moment it is on a discrete server here in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, which is sitting on top of one of the fastest internet exchange points of the world. So right. it's relatively okay, um, and maybe at some point we. Just add new, more machines on different places of the world if there's yeah. a really big demand for it. Would be interesting to ask uh, Juan Pablo because he is currently rigging uh, spring mm -hmm. and and autumn the dog. Well, we did some tests, of course, before yeah. putting this uh, in production, even for ourselves. So, you know, when Sivan was mentioning that for spring we did it, and you know, uh, you guys here are using it, and uh, yeah. initially I was hearing some lamenting that it was not as fast as it was when it was indoor in house, because of mm -hmm. course when you have a computer ten meters far away, it's different. We're just than... being spoiled. <laughs> we're already, we're no, just used to so much speed. So basically, the speed reduction. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. The speed reduction is uh, <laughs> around thirty uh, <30%. laughs> percent, and um, and of course, uh, so that that was acceptable, and we did some tests from the United States, for example. So in that in that case, of course, it's always a little bit slower, but compared to when we had the, the repository in house, it was very similar or actually mm. faster. Mm. So uh, indeed. 
I yeah, think Juan uh, Pablo, Juan, Juan Pablo and, should and not Argentina, see. Right? Yeah, so. exactly. So, but yeah, we've been testing and it shouldn't be too bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, as Sibiran said, like we, this, of course, uh, you know, implies uh, some changes in our architecture. It implies also some changes from the business point of view of how we are going to offer this. And again, is really uh, is quite uh, on top of our priorities to get to get this up and running because we want to push the services so that they are useful for everybody and not just us. Because we've been dealing with these kind of things for like many years now for our own uh, for our own needs. So we just uh, we just want to push it to the next level so that everyone can benefit from these uh, completely open source ways of making things. Because indeed, like with Dropbox or with uh, you know Amazon S3 or whatever, you can. Um, you know, leveraging those those cloud technologies, it's incredibly powerful. But what we try to do here is find out if you can achieve this with open source software. So I think that's still a very uh, exciting mission. It's very very good challenge. <laughs> so that's yeah. So that's what we are going to do. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, we look uh, forward to more updates then. Um, Let's uh, just uh, check in with uh, Andy on uh, the spring progress. Hey, what's up? Hey, Andy. So, you know, you went on holidays, uh, took a break, uh, changed your perspective, came back uh, to work on spring, and how how's it looking now? It looks exactly the same. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I uh, I don't remember exactly where we were in the last podcast because we should do them more often, really. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. So, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, now we kind of went back uh, a little bit, a few steps, and we, um, because we were kicking off with like, like doing uh, layouts and all kinds of tests uh, um, before that, and we, we noticed we're not as fast as we could be. And there are some core changes to the story that we want to uh, we want to execute, and uh, doing doing that in layout just takes too much time. Of course, that's just the, the yeah inevitable. If uh, you know if you have to wrangle all the assets and blend files and stuff, um, so we uh, we went back to storyboards, really crappy storyboards on post-its with pencils and markers, yeah, and <laughs> and we just try to figure out. These uh, these core issues first, which were always looming about, but like during the the layout, um, kind of showed it a little bit that there is something missing in the story, which is uh, basically the um, the motivation of the character, uh, the main character Spring, and uh, what how she actually uh, experiences the whole uh, you know the whole story from her point of view. Uh, does she go through any changes? And so we're we're doing some key adjustments in, in a few spots just to you know to show that that she is actually uh, progressing through uh, something there, yeah. <laughs> and um, and that's uh, going really well so far. I'm not the only, like uh, the the week before Christmas. I was just on my own, just uh, sketching out. Um, I actually went pretty far, which is amazing. Like I'm I'm getting more used to drawing now that I'm. Uh, that I'm just focusing on it fully. Uh, I managed to storyboard the first half of the film, mm -hmm. which are like a bit more than a hundred drawings or so. So that, I was fairly confident at that point. I pitched it to to everyone who was, who was still there, and then uh, on on Tuesday when we all got back, I just pitched it again, and I noticed that it doesn't quite work yet. Of course, after like spending some time thinking mm. about things, you notice that there's so still some gaps and then we talked about it. Yeah, maybe it was a little bit, yeah, like uh, there's a couple of beats that were maybe there, but they yeah. were not like really fleshed out, meaning they were not, they were a little bit vague. Yeah. And then you have to like figure out, okay, what exactly happens? Yeah. And that's just, uh, I mean, it's a little bit my fault also because I like vague stuff. <laughs> I mean, I was the guy uh, who said, hey, let's do Elephant Stream where are we this abstract machine and these things <laughs> far out bro <laughs> oh, oh bro pass it why are you doing this I don't uh, know <laughs> anyway so I I kind of like more uh, you know abstract stories so it's it's like this typical you know three act thing where the character the hero's journey basically the character the girl goes through some uh, mm. some 
uh, stages and then he comes out as a better person or so. That's like not really, I mean, it's, I can see it's merit like from a a storytelling point of view, but I, Mm. it's not that interesting to me. Um, In the end, of course, it's uh, when you're making a short film and you have a limited time to do it, you kind of have to rely more on these, uh, you know, well-known story mechanics just to make sure that everyone kind of uh, goes along with the, with the whole flow. So it will probably not be that traditional, but still um, you can, uh, will make sure that you can relate to um, what spring is actually uh, experiencing when, she is uh, actually going through the first steps after a long time to bring back uh, spring to the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it doesn't touch you, you are hollow and uh, inside, and uh, your heart <laughs> your, is your, frozen. Your, I'm your sorry. Hollow and insides? Uh, yes, wow. yes, exactly. Your insides are even hollow. <laughs> yes. yeah. Okay, so basically lots of drawings, lots so, of thinking, yeah. and so on. Drawing, yeah. thinking, talking. Uh, um, pitching and uh, making sure that it is awesome and then later on we'll make sure that it looks awesome then hopefully we'll have an awesome film at the end so the next version we expect to see on the cloud is actually something that yeah looks really crappy yeah really bad and actually I mean it's it's quite interesting because you've been publishing uh, quite regularly entire edits yeah we of have the, the, entire, of the film yeah pretty much from like the beginning the be- Almost the beginning, yeah. Um, we, we tried to, you know, storyboard the thing, and it had different <laughs> shapes every, uh, like along the process, mm-hmm. um, which is probably due to my uh, inexperience with this whole process because, like, I've never done like a full movie like this in a team before. I mean, I've storyboarded like Omega or a stop motion film, which we did in like in university for five years. I've we fully awesome. yeah thanks <laughs> we've we've storyboarded the entire thing and I still have the storyboard it's like a huge book mm-hmm. um, but uh, that's like storyboarding is a different thing if you do it for yourself and for a team you need it like as a different tool for communication so uh, and in in that project I could just do some scribbles and I I would like know what I wanted to do with that so now it has to be a bit more detailed of course and. Um, yeah, and all those different versions. They, the first, the first uh, week when I sat down with David, um, I actually uh, started drawing on post-its because uh, when uh, we had uh, Joshua van Dijk here, mm-hmm. he was actually drawing on these uh, sixteen by nine nine post-its, yeah. which was totally amazing because you can you can put them on a wall, you can yeah. rip them off, and it's and uh, the size is pretty nice. I yeah, mean, it's not is, too small. It's not too big. Yeah, the size is. Close to that film aspect, yeah, and uh, you can just crumble them up and uh, start from scratch, and it's really nice. So yeah. I, I did that, and then uh, David, the awesome person that he is, he's just like he can draw this whole movie on his tablet in Krita in no time. So he made these awesome, full blown cinematic <laughs> frames, and I was like, oh. Dude, no, so I have to, I have to, kind of live up to that. So in the following, in the weeks after that, I, I try to do my best to kind of colorize my storyboards and redraw them in Krita, which it looks nice, but then it is really hard if you want to add something to it and if you want to change something to it. Mm. And then uh, in the time after that, I thought, okay, what's the most flexible way of you know, boarding this? And and also this film relies on on camera mo- uh, movement a bit. So there's uh, spatial relationships and like relations in sets. For example, Springs Hut has a certain scale or so, and uh, the the little waterfall outside the hut uh, is like located in a specific spot. And you want to have camera moves that traverse that space. So it's really hard to do that in a drawing if you can't draw like me. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So then I set out to do it in grease pencil, which is kind of like a halfway point. You can do camera moves and uh, you can have a scene um, and then you can still draw it and it's fairly quickly. Uh, and then the, the the comment on that was that, okay, now you're maybe focusing on camera moves way too much. And that's like, that's one thing if you want to you know express yourself in that space. Um, but at that point in time when you're doing when you're actually supposed to be thinking about the story, 
you're not supposed to think about camera moves really. So um, that's why now we just go back from digital into the analog thing and just purely think about what we need to make the story work. And I think that's really good. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's what also Hjalti has been helping you with. So Hjalti is also becoming a draftsman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, come on, it's great. I'm relearning how to draw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's really awesome. Like yeah. when, uh, as I mentioned, when I did the stop motion film, I was, um, I hadn't drawn, um, uh, I don't know exactly, but that was like in between. That was right after Big Buck Bunny. I started, so I hadn't mm. really drawn in like a couple of years, and with that, like doing a physical film going into the physical medium and then drawing everything is so refreshing. And then, of course, I didn't use Blender for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's really good to to kind of alternate between yeah, uh, it's different healthy. mediums. And Definitely. It's really nice. I, I'm feeling that right now. Like I haven't, like you said, I, have, I haven't drawn properly for two, three years probably now. You still haven't learned how to erase even. Oh, it's true, <laughs> yeah. It's just... Grabbed some random damn pencil here at the studio, and then oh, was it here? In the yeah, studio? it was here in the studio, and then I start drawing, and I was like, ah, oh, no, I gotta fix this. And the eraser just like destroys the entire thing. All it <laughs> it's mirrors. It's, it's a smear. Yeah, it's a smear. Yeah. Nothing else. And it's so hard that I just noticed on my desk because I did a little, haha, <laughs> little video of like me writing eraser and then kind of trying to erase with that thing, you know. And I kind of, you know, dab kind of at the at the thing at the end at the the paper. Um, I have now. Deep scars <laughs> in, in my your soul. In my yeah, my soul. In my on my desk, desktop. Wow. Like my wooden desktop, because the, the eraser itself is so hard that it <laughs> penetrated oh, the wood yeah. when I did that. Wow. That's so yeah. powerful Good. eraser. Yeah, that's just pretty impressive. Yeah. So what sequence are you working on? I'm working on the one where well, we mm, haven't really talked about any yeah. story things so far, so it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, so I would say I'm working on like kind of the big climax mm -hmm. of yeah. of the thing. Yeah. So like from kind of just after the big inciting incident to like capturing the entire climax, and then of course after that there's gonna be the denouement, whatever, and mm -hmm. that's so I'm I'm cutting it off when that starts. Uh, so it's kind of a it's a chunk. It's it needs to click together, you know, like pretty nicely. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, it's yeah. a scene that we've done, like I've done in layout before. Yeah, and uh, David has done it in sketches, mm -hmm. in, in in story sketches, and then like and Pablo I, Fournier, yeah, yeah, and also uh, he Pablo did it, and uh, and I think I did some thumbnails before Christmas after I left. So it's like that's. I mean, that yeah. scene, of course, it's really important. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we've all touched upon it. And yeah. it had, it, it, I think overall, it has so many versions of itself, yeah. which is fine because we're experimenting what, you know, what it needs to be and figuring out all that stuff. But it definitely, it's so important that if you don't, if you haven't nailed it down, then it's very hard to, to go back and do all the scenes before it. Yeah. Because it kind of leads into that one moment. So you can have like all the little, reference points or whatever towards it. I'm just blabbering. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, so, well, I, you are, we are going to see your work basically at the end of the week because it's going to be inside of an edit, hopefully, yeah. or next week. Yeah, we'll have to figure out how to do it because, I mean, it's a lot of drawings and we need to scan everything and then put everything into uh, the sequence edit. editor. Mm. Yeah, so, the thing. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Uh, well, before we move on to another <laughs> topic that mm -hmm. I forgot to mention at the beginning of, mm -hmm. the, uh, of the podcast, um, <clears throat> just wanted to give a very quick update on the status of Hero. Uh, we just had a little catch-up session recently with uh, Daniel Lara and uh, his team, and they are uh, going to publish an update on the cloud uh, blog post uh, on the cloud uh, uh, project um, for here very soon and uh, they did most of the rough animation so now they basically are been, uh, looking at it it's 
looking really impressive. Yeah, they are going now into polishing, uh, and uh, so for the for the main you know the main action that is happening, like th- they did that. But of course, their workflow is kind of different from what we do because yeah. they can uh, you know infer okay, there is a background here, there is a set here, and stuff is happening, and then they just draw the characters and what they are doing, and you know you can take care of the backdrops later. And they didn't do that yet, so they have a lot of uh, production work to do to get the backdrops to work fine. So it's kind of like a green screen footage. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, in a way, yeah, yeah. So they they're going to share a bit more about this uh, this this process, and that's like one of the biggest things they have to work on right now. Um, and uh, and you know they will they will keep uh, publishing updates uh, recently. Uh, if you have seen. There was a video from uh, Antonio Vasquez, uh, one of the uh, lead Grease Pencil developers. So he is implementing uh, area filling with uh, Grease Pencil, which means you know you can draw a circle and then you can say, okay, fill this circle with a color yellow. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. In in like it's like the latest one is developing latest? it now. They are yeah. still working in the Grease Pencil branch. They really want to merge as soon as possible. But yeah. you know there was the holidays in between. There is still some heavy uh, duty work uh, in 2.8 that needs to be done. There is an upcoming Blender 279A release coming. So like as as always, uh, development resources are stretched very thin. Mm. So Grease Pencil uh, branch is still not in 2.8. But uh, we definitely expect this to happen within these the next month because yeah like when hero ships when hero is done mm. it, it definitely will be in with the uh, 2.8 so the files will be uh openable in blender 2.8 so it's very exciting and they will keep uh, us updated in the hero blog post uh, and um that's yeah just wanted to mention that and uh and then before we move into our uh, mini star wars review uh <laughs> when we were talking about setting up this podcast uh, we were like what are we going to talk about you know like because we never know what to do and i was of course suggesting to say what are the 2018 Mm. Trends and forecasts for hashtag. hashtag oh. Yeah, so you are the blender render trender lender sender. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, this is like completely improvised. But I thought it was actually fun to to talk about it, like to see if anyone has any, you know, expectations or you know, uh, prediction that mm. they that they think you know, 2018. Like, what what do you what do you imagine for Blender for? You know, mm. f- for what we are doing for films, you know, like, ah, okay, I think that uh, we are going to see a lot more movies rendered in real time mm. using the Absolutely. Unreal Engine. Uh, so, you know, stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of thing I'm after. And I'm just, you know, looking for free. For example, mm. you know, uh, the, the, the Blender Studio here will be uh, entirely using Linux computers. Or things, uh, things yeah. like that, you Wait, know, far-fetched. Uh, wouldn't you just stab yourself in the back then? Or like shoot I, yourself that, in the foot? These are things that I choke heard. Choke yourself to death? It doesn't so. necessarily mean they're going to happen. So, well, in yeah. fact, I have a written statement on the wall that's, that confirms that Ton wants to switch his computer to Linux mm-hmm. sometime this year. For example, for the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's his <laughs> resolution, I guess, for the year or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So what about you, Seabaron? What do you think? I think... Every movie in the entire world will be rendered with flamenco. It's <laughs> a nice, uh, it's mm. a very nice uh, aiming high. That's good. Yeah. yeah. What about a, a couple of movies to start with? Like, if we get a couple of films yeah. not done here with flamenco, that would be. So that, that I mean, aim yeah. aim lower. Like I, when you say films, you mean like short films, right? Like you're aiming at that. I don't know. If even if you said to me like you know a feature film in this year. Will be like fully rendered and from go. I mean, that's already like oh whoa, that's that, you know that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah no. um, I doubt that that is going to happen. That would be cool. We, about, we, yeah. I would expect people to contact us by now if they yeah exactly like, to actually finish rendering a full feature movie. This if they're year. on that stage, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, we would have known something. Yeah, but then again, there are a lot of things made with Blender that we don't know about. That's that, true. And there have been people making films with Blender who have not made a single bug report. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> Tangents. <coughs> <laughs> so if that, well, yeah, like my my wish for 2018 is uh, actually more more uh, contact with people with filmmakers who actually use Blender. Mm. Like, let us know what you're doing and if 
if there were any hiccups in Blender that you found a workaround for and therefore think you shouldn't mention it, uh, let us know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, totally. Sounds good. Andy. I'm I'm still thinking, like, because last year was the biggest, or was it the year before? Like, at some point, smartwatches were like a thing. <laughs> and now they're completely forgotten. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, and now I'm thinking, okay, multicolor 3D printing, but that was kind of a thing. It's kind of a thing every year. Really? Yeah, okay. because it's kind of in various stages of usability. Hmm. I think um, the, the last big thing I've seen in it was like the latest, uh, uh, um, the latest uh, Prusa printer, the i3 Mark III. By now, I think the, uh, it has like an upgrade for full color for multiple color 3D printing, and it's fairly awesome. Like in the way that they detect when filament is stuck and that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's fairly good. But I think it's still kind of a niche thing because uh, multicolor printing means that you have a lot of waste, basically. Um, Last year, it was all about also hashtag PBR. Yeah. So what hashtag do we get this year? I would, I would, I would definitely agree that movies this year will come out that uh, will have been rendered in real time. Hashtag real time. Yeah, real time or maybe done in VR in some kind of way. Um, and I don't know. It's too Something early. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know cool stuff. So, mm. well, spring will be out. Spring will be out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Next spring. Well, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm totally blank. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's no it's cool. It's just like yeah. that's why I just I mentioned. I just hope that this year, like, is not as bad as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's true. How bad can it be? Well, don't uh, don't we say said that. We don't said that at the end of uh, 2016, right? Don't say, don't say. And then it's just kind of going downhill. Yeah. So, Kjalti, are you yeah. waiting uh, for any TV series? Yeah. Ooh, you're opening the portal? No. <laughs> the transporter. Okay, so, next generation. No. In, in season three, episode 16, <laughs> That's not what I Data meant. creates no. his daughter, who's, who not he it. names Lal. No. The problem I have with that is the way she looks... She has a better humanoid skin than he has. Well, but he's, he's the one that says, like, I want to be, become more human. And her eyes look exactly like human, but he has, like, these weird, you know, yellow eyes. So how could he not have, like, just made those parts for himself also? Uh, it was it was fairly well-established. so creepy if he was walking around with his daughter, daughter's eyes or his daughter's skin. Just what, make what a couple of spares. What Come are you recommending on. here, man? Yeah, just make a couple of what spares. What did I do? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You opened it up. You wow. Yeah. A TV series. I guess. I was hoping for... TV series to me because... Oh, I you mean like that? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> regarding 2018, um, I am very boringly practical, a practical realist, I guess, in thought when it comes to predictions because I've seen so many times people do epic fails or do Barnum statements, basically, where like it's so vague that it's gonna come true, but you're just gonna... Like, it's going to make it sound like I'm psychic or something. Cryptocurrencies. Yes, I I will foresee that there will be some political problems in the United States (laughs) of America. Yes. No way. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yes, yes. Uh, No, I mean, there's a lot of things, but you're like, you know, it's more Blender specific, I guess, technology specific. Yeah. So, should I say something that I think is like bound, you know, think something that I think might happen in 2018 or something that I hope will happen, you know, because that's very different questions. Yeah. I think, uh, I think hopes are much more fun. Like for example, motion paths in Blender 2.8. Ah, dude, you stole it. I was going to say it. I was going to say, that's the thing I was going to say, uh, that, that this year will be the year of the Sergei making motion paths, like full on, uh, working with his new dependency graph and all that. And it's gonna be have to be two point eight, I guess, because you know I've, I have to abandon ship apparently at some point. Somebody's gonna have to you know punch me in the face and drag me out of the ship, and I'm gonna be like, no, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to the poop deck and just nay, and they're gonna drag me out of there. Yeah, we're gonna find you in the night going on Builder of Blender or downloading Blender two point seven nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, just one more fix, please, please. It's staple. Yeah, no, I, I mean, there's going to be a, a moment where that transition is going to happen, definitely. And 
okay, you know, that's the realism thing. I foresee that Hjalti at some point will be forced <laughs> to change to 2.8. Maybe it happens like in December of this year, <laughs> you know, because of unforeseen problems or whatever. But yeah, it's going to happen at some point. I won't and go you willingly. Will love, you will love it. I will you go will yelling it. into the night. It will be so brilliant. <laughs> it doesn't work like yeah. it used to be. Why is it always yeah, exactly. everything broken? And well, I mean, the humor, of course, is uh, being contrarian. You know, being the one idiot in the like, room. Like, never do that. Oh, no. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be contrarian yeah. to that statement. <clears throat> what about you, Francesco? Um, do we have any questions, by the way? Yeah, I was actually checking, but uh, uh, I also wanted to mention something that I forgot as I was visiting the the cloud uh, um, website mm -hmm. uh, recently published a blog post that actually summarizes all our marvelous achievements of uh, uh, 2017. If you are a Blender Cloud subscriber, basically you can just go there and find out everything that you've enabled us to do. So, yeah. you know, it talks about the trainings that we developed during the year, the short films, uh, uh, HDRIs, uh, like, uh, you know, Blender Cloud content and stuff like that. So it's uh, uh, it was very nice to put this article together because you get a sense of how much work has actually been done and it's really a lot so awesome. as I say in, at the end of the of the article really thank you very much for your uh, support Blender Cloud subscribers because you're all awesome yeah, and, thank you yeah, thanks. and uh, also actually yeah. there is a PS in the article itself that says that uh, Blender uh, Blender Cloud wants you yeah Blender Cloud wants you we are hiring we are looking for developers so yeah. both front end and back end developers and if you want to know more you can just go on blender.org slash jobs and there you can actually read what we are looking for um, there's also uh, the little play button that Ton received. Oh, yeah. Well, from YouTube. Yes. Yeah. That's true. 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, 100,000 subscribers. 100% 100 of all subscribers. <laughs> yes. yes. And uh, actually, it's too bad that Pablo is not here um, because, uh, you know, uh, he, he... As is, our token YouTuber. He spent uh, a lot of, uh, of time, you know, uh, working on the channel to bring it where it is and yeah. to, to, to make content for it and upload stuff. Uh, and he was the one who actually found out at some point uh, by diving deep in some hidden options that we got this notification from YouTube like a few months ago. Uh, wow. Tom said it was already a year or, or yeah. so ago, or maybe even longer. Yeah, it was just there. Nobody saw it because the Blender the Blender uh, YouTube channel has like over almost 200,000 subscribers, 150, 160, something yeah. like that. So they sent us the message immediately, but we just didn't see <laughs> see it. You know, I tweeted a photo of Ton, and in hindsight, I should have just like checked how many do we actually have. I didn't know. I, I thought <laughs> so, we just barely made it over. And no, it's like, oh, no. like 50% more. Then what, it's like 200,000, uh, it's like 100%. Right? No, it's, it's like, like it's a prize, like an award for yeah. 100,000. And yeah. we're now already at uh, over 150,000. So oh, really? Okay. We're already 50% over what That's we get the award for. So we should get like a half a reward extra or something. Yeah. Well, at some point, yeah. there, there is a golden button, I think, for a million. But, uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. Something like that. So we still have uh, time for growing. Um, I was checking on the blog and uh, on the on the questions. There isn't a lot. There is only one, but we will. It's a, it's a very long uh, post that is more like sharing uh, mm. insights in uh, uh, various topics. So we actually talk about it directly there in the in the blog. Right. And uh, we have time for a three-minute Insta review of Star Wars. Three minutes per person? Yeah, with okay. like two minutes and 50 seconds for you and ah, everybody yeah. else saying like, it was okay. That's fair. No. Okay. <laughs> So, do you want to stop? Yeah, this. Yes, like, okay. so Wait, I can but this is within off. the spoiler zone, right? Uh, so we saw Star Wars. I mean, this this has been quite some time now, so we can just give a spoiler warning. Yeah, spoiler. spoiler warning. Spoiler, spoiler. This is all gonna be spoilers. Uh, Opening up the spoiler door. Exactly. I'm closing it up again. No, it's good. <laughs> Don't open it. Okay, go. Okay, we're in the spoiler zone. So, um, the last Jedi. So overall. Great roller coaster, I would say, just on an entertainment value basis. Just a, a great roller coaster. De definitely, you you can't think about anything. Like you're almost not allowed to think about any of the logic of like decisions being made or whatever to a certain extent, because it just kind of crumbles down. Like the, um, you know, they have faster than light travel kind of going on, and they kind of. Do it. So there's two ships. Well, there's more, but there's like two factions of ships. 
and uh, they can do faster than light travel. And then the, the rebels realize, oh man, like we can't just like jump again because these guys can follow, like they can figure out, like no matter where we are, they can figure it out. So we're in trouble. But then they're kind of just, it's they're kind of it's like two golf carts just kind of chasing each other, <laughs> like super yeah. slow. And it's like, well, why can't we just shoot them? You know, and they're trying to shoot them, but they can't. Like they're just outside of the range where they could actually penetrate the shielding and whatnot. So the the logic is like, oh well, you know, they just move too fast. And it's like, wait, they move too, like you just yeah. did a fast and light. Well, okay, well maybe. <laughs> and then you know, because that's never really addressed that that is such a special thing that you can't just do a little bit of it just to. Get get into range, yeah. or maybe like jump to the left and to the right again, and now you're like in within range, or that that thing is so imprecise that you might accidentally just crash into it or something. Like none of that is explained, so you're just led to believe you have golf carts that can move insanely fast, but then once you kind of go in cruising speed, it's just like cruising speed. There's nothing else to be done, and you just have to wear like you know just chase them for like twelve hours. Until, Until the fuel runs out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's that. There's like the 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 general or whatever like that has like uh, you know I have a plan, but then it's like why don't you like share it with anyone? Like everybody there is like the fuck's going on. And I understand <laughs> if there's like a traitor within, at least tell it to like the one guy you know you trust, who's about to freaking mutiny everything because you know he doesn't know what the hell is going on and he's like panicking almost. Like you know, and you established that you really like this guy after after you knock him out later. I don't know. Anyway, it's weird, weird. Uh, uh, whole casino thing was like a weird detour that meant nothing. Yeah, it it was, it was very like, Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. It was like okay, okay, and then it kind of led nowhere. Uh, that felt weird. It felt like maybe in an earlier version of it, it actually led somewhere, and they just kind of have this legacy after they. Mm. change the story so maybe it's like a detour yeah but they like they keep in in line with the original first film which mm. they also hardly edited uh, to get that masterpiece so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> so much editing yeah yeah I mean it's true that like you know you create the movie for the third time when you edit it together and then yeah. you realize oh whoa, it doesn't match up or something I, like yeah. what I liked with it and that kind of relates to it is yeah. of course yeah that casino sequence kind of it was set up as this thing like okay this is going to happen there yeah like we're gonna find this guy and he's gonna do something like this is like this pivotal thing and then it kind of is not really. Yeah, exactly. And like in in general, I mean, I'm kind of split on that. Like the whole film is kind of is setting up expectations all the time mm. and then it's kind of doing the other thing, yeah. which I really respect them for pulling that off in like a major blockbuster thing and the studio for letting like the director to do mm. it. Like I think that's really courageous and like maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. I mean, we're can only see that in a couple of years, like if it's that cult thing that kind of mm-hmm. was really genius or not. Maybe there's like an extended version, and there like something more important happens there. That I don't make, like. I don't like this, oh, whole, this one thing, long, like the whole plan yeah. and and why they went there in the first place completely failed anyway. Oh yeah. So definitely. everything <laughs> that they tried to do failed. Yeah. And then everything that. Like was set up with like Luke is going to be this great guy and then not no yeah. he just wants to not. Well, like, they're all really yeah. bad plan makers if you think about it. <laughs> like even like you got you got Finn and he's oh, that, by the way like even if you try to watch the entire movie without like questioning anything that boo that's like the worst moment though like him he's trying to sacrifice himself for the rebels which is like oh nice that's a nice arc for to, to to kind of complete the character and then you got the Asian lady. I'm blanking on her name. Does anyone remember her name? Anyway, Rose. Rose, that's yeah. the one. So Rose uh, does like a kamikaze into him, basically like almost killing him and her. But to she try was to, saving wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. To try to stop him from killing himself yeah. and saving like countless lives or whatever. <sighs> like couldn't buy oh, it. Into it, into it the flow of sense. like... And he, he wouldn't have made a dent in that. In that even, if, even if he didn't, like she... Almost just killed the guy to try to save him and killing him herself while doing it. And then like, kissy kiss or something. And like, you know, and they're trying to do like a moment between them. But it's so overshadowed by a bigger moment of like that laser cannon being shot that it just like that rhythm doesn't work. So they're trying to do the emotional beat, but it's like, 
it's there's kind of bigger things happening right now. Like, so what you're saying is just, you know, a little bit of fluff. Yeah, I'm, I, am I past it already? Yes. So, uh, no! I didn't oh, have a couple of other I things. I didn't have a, a big, uh, that, that scene actually didn't have that much of a big impact. I was like, okay, that's cute, you know, like, uh, but going back to the casino, actually, I was thinking that it could also have been very, very expensive uh, establishing sequence for the very last uh, shot that you see in the film, which, I mean, I mean, of course, it's not what it is. Kjalti is currently rolling on the floor. <laughs> like his eyes are rolling so much that he's don't, rolling around. Don't, don't make him hold the broom like a lightsaber. Please, please don't do it. Please don't do it. No, ah, he's doing it. They're doing it. Ah! <laughs> Closing credits. Yeah. Yes. So, but anyway, you know, I thought that that was, uh, uh, that was, that was interesting. Um, you know, on my, on my end, uh, I, 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 I think I really love the movie. I, you know, some of the things you guys point out, I I agree with them, and I'm I'm curious to see how the film ages itself mm, uh, yeah, totally. in, in time. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple of moments, uh, like I really loved some uh, moments in the photography of the film, like how they how they set up, how they they really oh, yeah. paint these beautiful landscapes, uh, like more than they did in in past movies. Like they really went for more distinct, more uh, visually memorable situations than... Uh, also, The Force Awakens. I, I Like, I remember the first scenes on Jakku that was just classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. But uh, you, yeah, yeah, I agree. So... I the the silent scene, like the silent space shots where yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you just wish it was always like that? No. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, that would be boring. So that oh, that, that made know. that made it uh, that made it quite uh, quite epic. Right. So yeah, was so it one space odyssey? No, I love that like, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. too yeah. much music. So <laughs> um, yeah, well, so I I don't really have a, I don't really have a lot to add to what you. Guys Luke said. also did not have a plan. Like that was great. He, I loved he, it. But he like shows up, and you know. If he can just kind of show up and as like a teleportation thing that he can actually touch people or whatever, then he could have just shown up behind the guy that he needs to kill and just kill him, right? No. Like if no. he can kind of... Anyway, okay. Fair enough. That, you know, not not established, but okay. okay. But so it also he, depends. He, he's like, Bew! in the rebel base. Yeah. Oh, they have this hole. I'll take care of this shit. Here, hold these balls or whatever, like these little dice thing that yeah. like, we were like, wait, where is that from again? Anyway, he goes like, walkie, walkie, walkie. What up? What's up, motherfuckers? And they're like, shit the motherfucker. And they do it, which that actually was great. Like, shoot him down. Like, don't hold back. And he's like, ah, it's nothing. Walking through. And he's like, okay, I got to take care of this shit. And he goes down, another thing. And they have their little fight. Ding, 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 ding. And that establishes that they can actually fight with a freaking lightsaber. It doesn't. Like they like they touch and they like the lightsaber hits each other. Do they? Yeah. I so don't they, think they do. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. They don't. They're like they full, don't. they're full on fighting. No, they, they don't. don't. He he dodges him multiple times. Yeah. It's just dodge, dodge, dodge. Yeah. Wow. In my memory, Pablo also is nodding. Yeah. So he's just dodging the entire time. That's the that's the yeah. thing. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, then I misremember because I really remember them having an actual. An actual fight, not just a... No, no, he's dodges him. Not a ballet, I guess. Two or three times. It's like an uncle and nephew kind of... uh, Yeah, okay. And then he's like, Salam, motherfucker! Pulls like a Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then uh, he's like, It was all magic, motherfucker. And he goes away. However, his balls are left. Or his... No, they disappear after Yeah, that's like two hours later. That's like after like everything settled down when or whatever. When he kind of died. Yeah. 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 Well, no, no, he dies like, and then like way later, there's like, you know, all right, we got to, we secured the area, like stormtroopers on the right, stormtroopers on the left, you know, it feels yeah. like it's like. Yeah. It was a bit mm, and they, weird. And Luke yeah. did not know about like that exit at the back. No, that's just, they it's find just, out. They follow it's the just, So he's just delaying for no reason. There's no yeah. plan. Like he's, there's no big plan. He's not like really. Oh, come on, if, if you could fuck like that with people. Wouldn't yeah, he? it's a. Uh, why does he need a plan for that? He could uh, just annoy the hell out of the guy. You, yeah, you could also just show up behind him. You know, you're over budget. Oh, I'm over of time. budget. Of time. Any final remarks on <laughs> yeah, Star Wars? Like um, I liked it when he was on the island. Like there was this long pole. Yeah, he, he's not supposed to use the force, by the way. So he's an amazing gymnast. Okay, sorry. So on the island, there was uh, there was no tree, but he has the pole anyway. Where does he get the pole from? 
The man is right. The man is right. I have, I was thinking about this like for days. Mm. And it's not like a thing that yeah. is like uh, stitched together in multiple parts. It's That's like one part. Totally not. A, it's a secret space pole thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. And that, o- that one, only tree on that island is the, the Jedi tree thing. Yeah. Basically. So that thing didn't have a long branch like that. Yeah, really, it's, it's really true. Didn't. And it's in Ireland, so yeah. no, like there's no branches like that. Not nothing that straight mm. and that long. There's no way. I'm pretty sure that the, from a whale. Yeah, pretty sure Ooh. that the nurses would be able to craft that uh, object. Oh. Anyway, yeah, Sebran. The nurses. <laughs> <laughs> what the fish-looking ladies that look like Mother Teresa? You know. Oh, well, that's yeah. their name, nurses. No, no they, they are. Call them like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just love the little moment that our dear. Wookie had with the with the birds with the puffins when yeah. he's eating them on a stick. <laughs> you can say pork. That's a thing. Hashtag pork. Everyone loves porks nowadays because of the thing. They're Is that what famous. They're called? they're called porks. Yeah. 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 That love goes both ways. By the way, for yeah, you know, not for everyone, me particular, yeah. but for you know, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of love and hate going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for bearing with us all this time and uh, catch up uh, next time in another episode Mm -hmm. and see you soon. Bye bye. 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 You've been listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you experiencing a bipedal battle with gravity? Get a spring in your step on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.